1: Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
2: Hey, friendo, Steve here and Larson.
1: And welcome back to Going In Raw,
2: the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson available wherever podcasts can be found and of course taped live the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson where on Sunday we will be doing our live reactions to AEW's revolution. Right now you can take a look at our predictions. We did a video exclusively for Frendo Club TV. Uh, uh, We've got our preliminary picks and confidence points, of course. While we're in the heat of battle over uh Big Red, the Big March challenge um for predictions, uh, uh things can change. Things are fluid. You have to, you have to maneuver. You have to strategize during yes. the show. And, and it makes we're going to do it where we don't know each other's picks
3: it. too, right? We're going to do I, it. A, I think
2: that's a, a co- cool idea. We're going to do a secret ballot and at the end of the match. We reveal what who it is and and how many confidence points the gamesmanship continues yes um so that should be it should be a lot of fun lots of uh, gambling with channel points and uh, all in all man the best community in pro wrestling all watching aw revolution should together should be a lot of fun should be a lot uh, of fun tons of fun coming up uh, we're going to talk about of course uh, actually a fairly eventful episode of WWE smackdown and uh, and a pretty fun episode, a live episode, the go-home episode, really, technically, of uh, yeah. AEW Rampage, the go-home to Revolution. But first, over the past couple of days, we've had a couple of interesting news items from the world of wrestling. Larson, what's up first?
3: Uh, First, so basically ever since Cody left AEW, the countdown has been on for him to show up in WWE. And here we are, almost three weeks later, no Cody. Where is he? No Cody. Where's Cody? Yeah. We're still waiting for him to debut. So yesterday, I believe Cassidy Haynes of BodySlam.net issued a report, which may throw some cold water on, on the idea of Cody showing up at WB at all. Oh, wow. Saying that, quote, discussions had been ongoing between Cody and WB, but I was told, quote, those conversations have since fizzled out. One source indicated that there is hope that Cody can be brought back into the AEW fold. The idea was floated to me, this is Cassidy, not Larson, that there might be a possibility again with a new role involving the Ring of Honor acquisition. Mm. You want to pause there before we get into Uncle Dave? and Let's his just get in, let's, let's go through this whole thing. Okay. So, meanwhile, meanwhile. Dave Meltzer yeah. reported mm-hmm. that regardless if Cody has actually signed a deal with WWE or not, quote, the reality is at this very moment, be kind of late in the East Coast. Uh, creative and WB working on stuff for him, and unless it falls through, it would be suit.
2: Yeah, I mean, remember what Bischoff said. He basically quit because he didn't want to take meetings, creative meetings at 2 a.m.
3: So, yes, entirely possible. So then, we get this. We don't talk about ringside news here a whole lot.
2: Lately, they've been right about some stuff, I know. So, but and I
3: know, I know. Overall track record. Anyways, but this is one, maybe, perspective. So, they were told by someone on WWE's creative team, quote, I know what's scheduled for Cody at Mania. This is their source, not Larson. I don't know what Cody's doing at Mania. I know what's scheduled for Cody at Mania, and that is still on the list. If it's changed, no one has told us yet or corrected the internal documents. Cody, as of an hour ago, still on internal documents for WrestleMania. Depending on your viewpoint, how you look at these three statements, there's no contradiction here, you know? It's like internally within the company, whether he signed a deal or not, they're still hopeful it'll happen. And therefore, if they want him involved with Mania, he's got to be involved in the mix still until the day he's out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: I mean, there's there's like the deal making arm, which is probably just Vincent Cody and whoever. And then there's the creative arm like, hey, if we sign this guy, boom, he's here have something ready exactly, and and maybe we're expecting that to be the case. So have something ready. Um, So uh, yeah, these things can totally be. And in fact, when you look at this, it's entirely possible that there are different players in different companies like the, 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 the body slam report clearly as somebody internally at AEW. Yes. One source indicated that there is hope that Cody can be brought back into the AEW fold as part of the ring of honor acquisition Potentially, possibly. There's a massive problem with that. Look, this is pro wrestling, and you and I have both said, especially over the past 18 months, weird shit happens. Shocking stuff happens. Could he be back with AEW? Sure. Sure. Until he puts pen to paper with WWE? Of course. Yeah. What I expected to happen, I'd be surprised, but nothing shocks me anymore. I would be mildly shocked if the compromise in terms of creative. Influence that Cody reportedly has wanted would then be brought over to Ring of Honor simply because if Tony Khan didn't give any power creatively to Cody Rhodes on AEW's main roster, if Ring of Honor is, is supposed to be their version of NXT, why would he want somebody whose booking philosophy he didn't agree with or didn't you know uh, vibe with mm-hmm. doing Ring of Honor? It's basically a Vince Triple H situation at that point, where Vince wasn't into what Triple H, generally speaking, was doing in NXT, and had him replaced. Um, so yeah, man, I, I that one I, I would be surprised if he was like, oh, here, go run Ring of Honor, and I don't even know if Cody would want to do that. Would Cody want developmental? I don't know. Like, I, I, I get the feeling if WWE is going to offer him a big money thing and, the, one of the, and, and it was anyway appealing to Cody, he wants to be wrestling on a big stage. You can kind of tell towards the tail end of his run at AEW, the man wants a big spotlight.
3: Yes. Yes. And not just for his wrestling endeavors. I think for his endeavors outside of wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah. on two shows yeah. or was on two shows outside of AEW. Mm hmm. I mean, it seems like that's the avenue or the avenues he wants to uh, look into in the future.
2: Link here in chat has a good point as well. Says the acquisition of Ring of Honor didn't happen overnight. I imagine Cody would have had some type of heads up to stick around a little while longer if he was to come back just for that.
3: Um, we don't know a lot of stuff. I mean, seemingly people within Ring of Honor found out about it the day it was announced. And now I get that they're not within the AEW, you know, uh, umbrella. We don't know when negotiations started for Ring of Honor, you know, at what point, like, what did Kenny and the Young Bucks know? What did any of the EVPs know? We don't have the answer to that, you know? We don't. We don't. We you don't. know, it, it seemingly it was a pretty tight circle of people that apparently knew because there wasn't a definitive word leaking out in advance that this True. was
2: happening. Yeah. I would be, I mean, again, you're right. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what Tony Khan's inner circle is. You would think his AEW inner circle would include his EVPs, though. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. Somebody's going to write a book. Uh, yep. Yep. Next up, let's talk about Keith Lee's sad last days in WWE. Of course, he had uh, a, a match tonight. He's in this uh, ladder match, this Revol- face of the Re- revolution ladder match. He had a match night against J.D. Drake. Um, and, of course, he did what a lot of people do when they get released from WWE, head over to AEW or somewhere else. Uh, he he chose Talk as Jericho, as opposed to Oral Sessions or uh, Going in Raw, to uh, discuss. Has <laughs> anybody chose Going in Raw? One can only hope. Uh, <laughs> to discuss the genesis of, uh, of, of Bearcat Keith Lee. If you guys remember, of course, Bearcat was the last iteration we saw of Keith Lee. Uh, where he was like a bad guy. And uh, this is interesting. None of it's terribly surprising, but it's very illuminating. He said this, and these transcripts come to you via Fightful. He said, what happened is when I was about to come back, they hit me with the vision for the Bearcat thing. During that time, I was like, I don't understand what that is. I'm not sure I'm feeling that. They brought me back as myself, and then my second match, my first match lost to Bobby Lashley, second match lost to Karrion Cross. In the middle of the show, Vince pulls me to a room and wants to have a talk. Vince doesn't leave the show middle of raw semi and main events coming up. And he's like, let's go chat. You're the guy on the headphones. What are you doing? It was in that conversation that he basically was like, I need you to do this. And I need you to be this. I work for you. If that's what you want, that's what we're going to do. The weird thing is, You mentioned the way that I speak, my cadence, the way I seem thoughtful about how I deliver things, my choice of diction. All those things were something that Vince was not a fan of to the point where he literally told me, you sound too smart for your own good. I don't understand what that means. He wanted something more grimy. The direction was be intense, be angry, that's it. That's what I tried to facilitate, but then they would want me to cut promos similar to the way I did before. You guys have a problem with the way I speak. How would you like this promo delivered? This is where I'd be something, this is where I would like something delivered for me. I don't normally care for that. I prefer to go off the cut cuff and feel it. but if this character is so far removed from what I've been doing, I would like something to tell me who and what this character is and why it exists and where it comes from. As much as I try to make things in terms of story, either it wasn't what was asked for or I was asked to not use it anymore. Bearcat Wright is one of those things. Don't reference him. All right, so be it. I thought maybe it was an homage to this guy that was making waves back in the day. I feel I've made waves, but he wants me to make it more. Let's go for it. I asked about it one day because people were asking me where did this name come from? Hell, I don't know. I was told to be it. I couldn't make a story for this. It didn't resonate. End quote.
3: Uh, elsewhere, he he mentions uh talking about feeling like let me get the. I didn't put the exact quotes here, but I want to get the verbiage right, so uh, I don't misrepresent his point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He felt like he's being tested. He says, "I'm 100 certain this was some sort of test." I wonder if uh, I wonder if he'll listen to what we say. Yeah, that's garbage. I don't like that.
2: No, I don't like that stuff. Um, I mean, look, there's nothing really you can do, and this is the, honestly, this is probably why NXT 2.0. Is a good idea overall because like you and I are both huge fans of Keith Lee. Yes. The last thing I want to see is a guy go through one or two years of uh, their developmental and then have what happened to Keith Lee as a fan. I'm like, this sucks. I would rather get the characters in NXT and have a seamless transition to main roster. I think everybody would like that because. You know, you don't want these dramatic character shifts. And if Keith Lee's way of speaking, which you and I think is awesome, it's a dichotomy. It's 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 contrapuntal to what he does in the ring. If that's not what Vince is looking for, then he should have known that when he signed the guy. I know he should have known that. Like, I mean, that's this is he's doing what he knows to do best. I know, and having him be a grunting. Angry guy just I mean you can get that from any number of other people. Like this is Keith Lee. It's one of the things that
3: makes him unique. Exactly. Um exactly. That's the, the there's a lot here, like in terms of the creative aspect where uh is like given an idea. Not even a character. Here's an idea. This is your character now. Well, what's the character? I don't know. Angry and like intense. A, it's an idea, yeah. What am I that, angry those are about? that's not a those are mm. characteristics. That's not a character. Yeah. You know, and everything he's saying here flies in the face of the idea that he was being difficult to work with. Oh, I know. Throughout this whole thing is like, all right, you want me to do that. I'll do it. That just sounds like Vince is being difficult to work with. I know. Yeah. And he's going around asking questions so he can make the character work. That's not being difficult to work with. Yeah. That's trying to do your job well. It's trying to understand what you what you want. Yeah. 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 I mean,
2: that's honestly when when he came out as Bearcat Keith Lee, I was like, all right, cool. Like you know, you it's it's an homage to a person like Keith Lee said, and even he said, "Oh, okay, well, you know, trailblazing guys, that's cool." Um, but then they say, "No, don't reference that." Like you had, there's this history of of pro wrestling, and it's like if you're gonna reference something like that, why don't you just run with it? Like you think they came up with a Bearcat independently? No, clearly it's an homage. Why wouldn't you reference that? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like a very frustrating experience. and, and you yes. know he's just many he's he's the latest in a long line of people, yeah, who came out of wWE frustrated <clears throat> lack of continuity uh, on the creative end between their developmental and their main roster. Yeah. and we we spent years, years as fans being disheartened, we buy in to the product they're giving us, their developmental. And then when they show up on main roster, it's like, oh, so it's not that person, and the person that you wanted me to invest in, in your product, you want me to buy into your shit. Now you're gonna change that and make it I weird.
3: Know. I know. It's 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 seemingly like, and it probably is the case. Vince Bruce Pritchard, whoever, Prior to 2.0, basically had no idea what was going on in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah had uh, you know uh, it's it's one thing if you want to have stories you tell and you have if you have some vision you want to tailor everything to but at the same time you're spending money developing these talents and you could see right there what works for them yeah why not run with that rather than shoehorning talent into character concepts mm-hmm. with nothing and give them nothing to work with yeah i mean it's they I- they brought hold on we get to point out they brought up Keith Lee from NXT. He beat Randy Orton. He got a huge pop when he came out. Yeah. He got a huge win over Orton. He got a huge pop when and he came out in the Rumble that time. He, I know. And he was just by being himself. Yeah. By being him. Yeah. And we just we just saw this with Damian Priest. He was going fine just being a cool dude. Yeah. Is there a ceiling to that? Maybe. That's where you add layers and dimension. You don't hit the reset button. Yeah. On a completely different thing and have it fall flat. Yeah. All the reactions he was getting, gone. That one, I kind of, yeah, I don't know. That one, I,
2: I, yeah, I don't know. Like, it sort of goes back to what Vince was talking about on the Pat McAfee show when, you know, he was like, go out there and get a reaction. And then Pat's like, oh, so did you guys pay attention to something else to uh, uh, social media during Thunderdome? "Mm, Well, you know, you could, you could, you know, you, you just, See it yourself. It's like okay, so you're not actually listening to the fans. You're just sort of seeing it. In which case, like yeah, I get it. If you're Vince McMahon, I don't know. Maybe with Damian Priest, it was sort of situation where it's like this guy's got a lot of things. He's got the look. He's got stuff. We just have to crack a character because he didn't think that like just being himself was gonna work. and okay. I, so I could cr- kind of see that. Crack the character, but just don't have it an overnight shift. Tell a story. Oh, no, I know. Character, yeah. you know, I, I don't disagree with that. I think that the Jack having yeah, that's the main problem is that okay. You can get you can you can come up with an idea, but you got to take us through it. I know. Wrestling is that one thing where it's like the writing can be so stupid because they take for granted the idea of and how silly the idea of a heel turn is or a, you know, an ad. Now they call it an attitude adjustment. Yeah. And it's like people don't actually just turn into shitheads all of a no. sudden. Usually like, if, if, they, if that happens, something happens. The change their perception of there's them. there's a trauma involved. There's an incident there. call it, You in know, drama. Yes. To yes. his credit, the one guy that actually, for all his heel turns and face turns, Kevin Owens always went out of his way to motivate that shit. Mm-hmm. That's why it, it was whatever he was doing. It was like okay, I get it, yeah. I get it, and I, I feel like Kevin Owens is one of those guys who probably has just developed a lot of like trust with Vince. Vince seems to really like Kevin Owens. You know, ever since he. Well, his debut him. was huge, but yeah. the the yeah. headbutt was like that was, oh yeah, Vince trusts this guy completely. Yeah, um, I feel like Kevin Owens can has the liberty to do that. A guy like Keith Lee is just showing up. Or Damian doesn't. Priest, who's, who's Priest, been on the,
3: yeah. uh, the main roster long, and and I'm sure he was doing his thing. It was going well. He's U.S. Champion. Mm-hmm. They come to him one day. Hey, we're going to do this now. Yeah. And the thing is, for him too, is I'm sure he showed up at the building completely unprepared for that day to know that he was going to be presented with a new character. Yeah. And yeah. so he's got to jump in the deep end of the pool and try to figure this out as he goes, rather than being able to go through the story of the transformation and mm-hmm. learning the character as he goes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause even to this day, it doesn't seem like he really has a good, a firm grasp on what this character is. Yeah.
2: That travel girl here in chat says, I remember Michael Cole specifically mentioning Bearcat, the old African-American wrestler from the past. Um, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't have. I don't know the 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 reasoning for stuff often escapes me, and uh, and it's just it's a weird way to treat your audience, like you know, like we just we'll just take it, we'll just take whatever. Where it's like if we didn't do this for a living, I'd still keep up with it, but it's like you know it'd make the it'd make the option of turning it off a lot easier if all of a sudden the guy who I really like is like not that guy anymore mm-hmm so and I mean you know just anecdotally a lot of people have turned off yep um, yep anyways I guess we can move on from all that uh, so yeah I thought both Smackdown and Rampage I thought they were pretty I thought they were pretty decent Smackdown kind of flew by we have a, I thought
3: the, especially the first hour of Smackdown I thought was 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 pretty solid you had that the intercontinental title match which was really good you yeah. had the 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 Austin Theory Pat McAfee segment which was really good mm-hmm um, yeah up until up up through Roman's promo, just the last hour I kind of felt like was a little more scatter shot, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. See that, that, I, know I know. They got this. They got this big e ATV storyline because they're trying to sell toys. Apparently, that's a toy too. Just I like, was
2: wondering, is that a toy? That's a toy. I think so I
3: think. <laughs> so. I think so. Like the Drew McIntyre motorcycle. Thing.
2: Oh yeah. man, they must have sold a shit ton of those motorcycles. And they're like, let's do it with an ATV. Let's go back to the well. Saw, let's go back I to I the vehicle. Her,
3: I saw a Torriano fan account uh, posted an image of the, uh, of the 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 play set.
2: Hey man, make that money. I guess right.
3: I guess. Yeah.
2: Uh, So, yeah, we could just go ahead and go. I mean, you know, in terms of revelations, yeah, we got a new Intercontinental Championship, Ricochet. Hopefully, man, and I don't have faith in this. Oh, there it is. I don't have faith in this, but I'm hoping they'll sort of reset the button on the Intercontinental Championship. Maybe at Mania we'll get like a multi-man ladder match Mm
3: -hmm. for the IC title. Um, It's smart to get the the Intercontinental title off Sammy for this Knoxville feud. Oh, yeah. Because... Knoxville you know I'll, I'll yeah he's gonna win I like Johnny Knoxville a ton hey why
2: is he a great. better promo than like 90% of the roster that that promo of his that little interview
3: tonight with Kayla that was awesome it was good yeah I know. he's so damn good he's good he's good uh so I really don't like when they do this when they have all these little mini promos to kick off the show oh they're in the yeah,
2: yeah. I don't, man look
3: at all this shit you had to write for all
2: this stuff man I don't know about all this. Rhonda, Sonya, Viking Raiders, Usos, Ricochet, and Sammy. All drop promos. Bang. Done.
3: It's like <laughs> once every three months they do this to open up a show. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like if it's a gauntlet match or something, they motivate it that way. Which, okay. You got, you know, five, six people participating in one match or event to set that up. All right. I get it. But here, yeah, people, you know, like uh, say three sentences to help set up the show. Meh. I think Vince was in a good mood tonight.
2: I think he's coming off that Pat McAfee interview. He's feeling pretty good. He walks in. Struts in. Hey, let's throw back to that old Saturday night made event promo style. But rapid fire promos at the beginning of the show. Uh, hey, Ricochet, you've been doing great work. You get the
3: title tonight. Guess what? You're getting a title tonight. You're getting a title tonight. Sorry, right, Biggie. Your ATV's getting destroyed.
2: But we're selling toys.
3: Yeah. So uh, Paul Heyman has a promo first as a special counsel to Roman Tonight to SmackDown. You're blessed with the presence and an opportunity to acknowledge Roman. Like he didn't really say anything. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Rhonda's no, no, next did, yeah. no, Rhonda's next, she's making her debut on Smackdown, it's going to be one to remember uh, Sonya's been abusing her power too Are long remind her that Smackdown is more than the name of the show, Sonya's promo she I says she's going to hand Rhonda her first loss nuts. you can't see the power of authority Viking Raiders <laughs> says they're going to rip the Smackdown tag titles from the Usos the more of these happen, I, the less I was writing um, <laughs> yeah, the last one should just be like one sentence uh usos like uh, they asked themselves Where are the chances of the viking raiders winning tonight about the same as the as, as them fitting into a pair of skinny jeans and finally ricochet so a lot of people have called sammy a lot of things because uh, they've all called him talented one thing they won't be calling him after tonight is Intercontinental champion and then sammy is the last one mm-hmm. so a man of many names ricochet, ricochet is going to find out what they call me the masked strategist and then everyone will call me the greatest intercontinental champion of all time oh my yeah, that was a lot, man. That was a lot. Uh, after that, we had a killer match,
2: Sammy Zane versus really good. Ricochet. This was a really, really good match. Uh, it did take a distraction from uh, Jonathan Knoxville. Uh, gets on the apron. Sammy goes after him, takes a swing. Knoxville jumps back down to the floor. Sammy turns around. Bang! Ricochet hits one of those awesome Ranas where the person like, hits the ground in pinning fashion yeah. uh, to get the win there. Uh, and, man, that dude, he's all – North American NXT champion, U.S. champion, intercontinental champion. Now let's build on that intercontinental champion. You know, dude, I mean, somebody mentioned in your chat Finn Balor, new U.S. champion, Ricochet, new IC champion. You unify those titles, Roman's your main guy, and you make those two guys your de facto top guys on each of those shows, putting on killer matches, open challenges, real feuds.
3: I Title like defenses, man. Yeah, I know. Regular tile defenses. Intercontinental title historically has been the workhorse title. It's you, you put it on somebody who can go out there and put on a great match who's on the precipice. Yeah. Of getting to that next level. Yeah. Now follow through on that. Yeah. Right?
2: I agree. Follow through on that. Do it. Do it. Do it. They're not do gonna it. do it. How many let me ask you something? How many title defenses do
3: you think he's gonna have before he drops the title? Shit, I won't be surprised Ricochet loses at WrestleMania. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: I don't want to see that happen. I love Ricochet.
2: Oh, he's great. He's fantastic. One of the best wrestlers on the planet. Have him be the guy to beat Roman, man. There you go. Yeah, he's still kind of a crappy promo. Next, we had a recap. Vince McMahon on the Pat McAfee show. He can't do
3: decent promos. He can't do decent promos. Come on, man. Knoxville blew him out of the water tonight. Uh, Ricochet does better with promos that aren't scripted.
2: After that, we had Sami Zayn backstage. He's upset. I like this because he he had a motivated camera here. He's like, Oh, you just follow me around all the time when I lose to show me sad and upset when I'm down? He says, uh, He says, like, you're following me around, like Johnny Knoxville. Follow me to SmackDown. Follow me in my comments. He says, uh, If Knoxville wants to follow me so bad, tell you what, Knoxville, follow me to Dallas and face me at WrestleMania.
3: Yeah. Uh, Then we get uh, into the arena where we see Austin Theory walking down the ramp. He's dropping a promo. He introduces himself to to the crowd. Hi, I'm Austin Theory, everybody. I'm on Raw. And I'm the protege of Mr. McMahon. Mm He says, Mr. McMahon is here tonight. And wherever Vince goes, I go. And so he he starts directing his promo towards Pat and asks him a question. Why was Vince McMahon on your show? Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, you know why? Because Mr. McMahon set you up. Mr. McMahon's always one step ahead. Or in Pat's case, four or five steps ahead. And he says, uh, you probably think that Vince likes you, huh? Well, Vince does everything for a reason. He knows that Pat is a loud mouth and everybody wants to hear him shut up. I like he said everybody wants to hear him shut up. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Shut he your says, mouth and you're talking to me. Yeah. Uh, but what is Pat going to do when he gets his wire, uh, his, his jaw wired shut? He has to sip his breakfast through a straw. So at this juncture, theory is like right at the commentary table. He goes, I'm your WrestleMania opponent, and I'm going to beat you to a pulp. And then he smacks the headphones off of Pat's head. He walks off, and Pat is livid. Oh, he's mad. Livid. He cusses, uh, and then he starts blaming uh, Michael Cole. Oh, man. He's like, you set me up. Vince said you were a terrible person. Do you have something to do with this? This is all your fault. He said, you knew about it, didn't
2: you? I'm going to make you poop your pants. Uh yeah he was like got on the tables like telling him to come back instead Austin Theory just started taking selfie yeah um yeah it was good stuff man that should be that should be a really fun match yeah I think so I um, think so be interesting if they add any wrinkles to it potentially I don't know we'll see I'm sh- I'm sure we'll get more Austin Theory on Raw maybe Pat McAfee will show up on Raw and I
3: would not be uh, surprised
2: with a with a lead pipe or something maybe man. maybe maybe After that we had Naomi versus Carmella of course they've got a tag team match coming up at WrestleMania. Uh, we had a quick Carmella and Zelina Vega promo. Vega says, We're only one month away from the biggest night of the year. Carmella says, My wedding night, and Vega says, No, WrestleMania. And Mel's like, Oh, yeah, she says, But lo- much like my wedding night, the only one who's gonna glow is her. Yeah, uh, so, anyways, uh, uh Naomi ends up getting the win here. Yep. Of course, Zelina tries to get involved, but. <laughs> Sasha just she gave her a meteor against the stairs. Yeah. That was rad. <laughs> that was. Yeah. Anyways, Naomi hits uh, Carmella with a split-legged moonsault for the win here. By the way, Natalia. for whatever reason. Well, you know, it's SmackDown. It's her show. She's watching. She was watching yeah. backstage. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be like a triple threat tag team. Maybe. Maybe. Match. Who would Who Natal- Oh, maybe Natalia's going to team with... Uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. You know, can they coexist?
3: Maybe. Maybe. We go backstage, Corbin and and Moss are playing poker with what I assume are a bunch of uh, performance center recruits, Mm -hmm. signees.
2: Yeah, next in liners, man.
3: Yeah, so uh, he uh, wants to get this hand they're playing done before Drew has his match. Talks about how they're going to have a match on uh, day one of Mania. And uh, he says Drew is not going to hand Happy Corbin his first loss. In fact, he recounts his WrestleMania successes and said, beating Drew, is going to be one more feather in my cap. Yep. Or yep. fedora, he says. Please wear it fedora. Right. Uh,
2: after that, we had Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Um, I stepped out for a moment uh, during this match, and, and Drew had won. Uh, am I to assume it was with a Claymore? Headbutt Claymore, yes. Perfect. Awesome. I could have just read that on your notes, but I thought it would be... Honest about it and transparent to our crowd.
3: That's good. Transparency is key. I think so. I think so. Uh, afterwards, Drew had an interview. Um, he says, "I don't give a damn what Madcap and Corbin think. No one does. They have no respect in the locker room. No one likes him." He pulls the crowd. He says, "Who wants to gouge their eyes out whenever Corbin is on their screen?" Of course, everybody raises their hand. I was raising my hand at home. I'm re- yeah. Um, so Drew says he'll be doing the world a favor. At WrestleMania. He says, "Happy Corbin might be undefeated, but all good things come to an end." And at WrestleMania, I'm going to take you out go backstage, and Moss is trying to tell a joke about Drew. Mm -hmm. Corbin ain't laughing. Oh, nope, not anymore. That first, his impression of Drew
2: is actually pretty good in the earlier Uh segment. Yeah. Uh, After that, we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus, mm, I don't know, because the Usos laid out Nakamura and Boogs. We had a Boogs intro before all that. Uh, (laughs) I love how sad that made Pat. He was so heartbroken. He's Boogs fan number one. He was so heartbroken. And then we get Roman Reigns it his entrance. He had a bit of a pep in his step this week. So he comes out, drops a promo. Huge, big chance for Roman Reigns. Miami loves Roman Reigns. They acknowledge him. They acknowledge him. He tells them to, but they already were. He says, uh, tomorrow, of course, that's the Ma- Madison Square Garden show. Him mm-hmm. and Brock defend their titles at Madison Square Garden. He says, we already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to smash whoever steps up. Send them to the back of the line. He says, but I like when his voice gets all deep and husky. Yeah. Uh, He says, but Brock's defense is where it gets interesting. He says, not all of us want to see Brock with that title. Not all of us want to see Brock make it to Mania. And he turns, he looks at Wise Man and Heyman says, "Uh, I've got a grudge. And he's like, you know, we got to let that go. He says, but that's not how I feel. I want Brock to make it to Mania. I want him to hand deliver the WWE title to his tribal chief. And then uh, uh, Roman asks Heyman, he's like, "Uh, what's that line you use? And he says, it's not a prediction, it's a spoiler. And Roman says, uh, he says, he asks if we should give Miami a spoiler tonight. He's, I'm like Babe Ruth around here. I call my shot and I deliver every single time. Just look at last year's Mania. So this is, he, this is uh, he's, I'm going to call my shot again at Mania. I'm smash Brock. I'm going to pin Brock. So I'm going to stand over Brock Lesnar. And with about $5 million of fireworks going off, I'm going to hold up the Universal and WWE titles. Brock will have no
3: choice but to acknowledge him.
2: Well, Mania. he doesn't acknowledge
3: me. He starts going, me. Yeah, me, 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 me. He's screaming me, and he settles himself back down. Yeah. it's that Mania, Brock's going to acknowledge him. And then we had the Usos versus the Viking Raiders right after that. Uh, fun match. Usos win. Uh, Jay hits Eric with a super kick into the ropes, and he distracts the ref, so Jimmy can then super kick Eric as well. Uh, he uh, Jay covers. Eric reverses that into a pin. Uh, Jay kicks out, and then the Usos hit one and done. That's what they're calling 3D. I oh, thought they were calling it 1D because it's on their 1D. shirt. One and done,
2: 1D, 1D. and That's good. I like that. It's a good name, and I love that it's they're using it as an actual finisher. I love that. I know. That's great. I know. It's great. Um, after that, we had an earlier tonight with Big E and Kofi rolling in on an ATV. Uh, then we get ben, they do like a replay of like what happened when they ran into uh, Sheamus and Ridge. Mm-hmm. Big E versus Sheamus was up next. Sheamus and Ridge both take out the New Day. Then they drive off on the ATV. Like first Ridge is trying to bash the thing in, but it's pretty sturdy. And uh, and then they just get on it and they they roll off. And then during commercial, they take sledgehammers to the ATV. And if you want to get a similar situation, you can get that in toy form right now.
3: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, right now. To, One simple M- Google search. It's M- there, Mattel, maybe. Hold on, I can, Hasbro, I can tell Hold Karate
2: on. Fighters.
3: That was Mattel. It's WWE Reckon Slam and Spin ATV Vehicle. What's the company? Hold on, look at the box. Oh, let's see. Where's the branding here? Nothing. Really. Yeah. I don't do that anymore? Oh, there Yeah, it's Patel. Sorry. No. Nice. The little Patel logo, like a little,
2: little small on the that lower left. Decades long relationship, still going strong. Long term booking. After that, we had a Johnny Knoxville interview. He said, Sammy's a strange little man. The only reason uh, I showed up tonight is to remind Sammy who he is. And I see chump. Yeah, because he had a a, a shirt that had Sammy on. It's an intercontinental chump. Yeah. And he says, uh, he says, I guess not anymore, though. He says, I accept Sammy's mania challenge.
3: Yeah. Uh, next, Moss, Corbin, they're still partying, playing darts. So Corbin, his turn is over. Moss tells him, you're not very good at darts. He goes to, to score his his turn, and then a sword comes into frame. They actually framed this pretty damn this well. This was, was funny. I did
2: not see this coming, yeah.
3: Yeah, and so it's, it's Drew. So Corbin and Moss get the hell out of there, and I like to go back to commentary, and McAfee goes, it looks like Drew hit the triple 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's funny shit.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, then we had our main event, Sonya Deville versus first-time SmackDown competitor, Ronda Rousey. Charlotte comes down at the beginning of the match, ringside to watch the match. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Ronda wins this match. Yeah. Arm bar.
3: Arm bar. Yeah. So the whole time Charlotte's on commentary saying, oh— all I, that Rhonda has. That. I
2: can get out of that.
3: All that Rhonda has is the arm bar. Mm-hmm. That's all she's got. Yeah. And so afterwards, uh Ronda's like, hey, Charlotte, get in the ring. So Charlotte does. And then uh Rhonda takes her down, puts her in ankle lock.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Start tapping out too. Yep. Uh and then we add, of course,
2: Rampage uh go home to uh AW Revolution. Revolution, yeah. In advance of the show, Tony Khan announced. That Paige Van Zandt is signing with AEW, of course, uh, before Brandy and Cody split town. It looked like they were potentially setting up like a match or something with Paige Van Zant and
3: Brandy. Yeah. So Dan Lambert, uh, you know, uh, uh, talked about during his promo um, and said that apparently he, he, he reached some sort of agreement with Tony Khan that uh, Scorpio Sky would get first crack at Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 after Revolution for the TNT title mm-hmm. So whoever wins the, the latter match I think they announced that match is happening on the 16th okay. Of this month on Dynamite okay. I read that somewhere I could have just been imagining that Okay, sure. That could have all happened in a dream Oh that's fine Fever so, dream Yeah it may be although I'm not feverish. Are you a drop head
2: Pardon? It's from the Batman Their drug It's called the it's drops
3: Oh, oh alright Look at these drop heads Gotcha Gotcha <laughs> So, and I guess, uh, and and for since uh, Tony Khan did that for Dan Lambert, Dan Lambert says on at Revolution, I will bring Paige Van Sant to sign her AEW contract. Oh, wow. Okay. And then Brandy's going to show up or
2: something. Um, Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anyways, uh, kicked off with what probably should have been the main event. This is a stellar match. This was. Fantastic! It was TNT title match Andrade, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara. I totally. This should have been in the pay per view. It should have. This really I should have been not, in the pay per view because
3: they want Sting on the card. But holy shit, Andrade was wrecking them.
2: He was wrecking, playing them. with the man. He was just completely annihilating. They look like little kids compared to him. He was single handedly fending the two of them off
3: when they were actively working together.
2: And yeah. Yeah, it was like Roman. Yeah, Roman. He could have. He could
3: have stacked these guys. He should have. He should have. Didn't have Won. It was fiction. Could have won. Yeah, it didn't happen. It was fiction. I'm not going to go through all the beat by beat. Go watch the match. It's going to be our recommended matches for Kip up this week. Oh, absolutely. It was stellar. Um, it was fantastic. Should have been the pay per view. Uh, it was great. So at the end, I'll go back a little bit. So. Uh, at, Early in the match, Andrade did that double moon spot, moonsault spot he does where he misses the first one that does a standing moonsault. So he's going to top for another moonsault. Darby sweeps his feet out from under him, lays into Andrade with his belt, which has the, the studs on it. Oh, and he laid into it. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, Sammy is on the top rope in the other corner and is looking to drop kick Darby. Darby gets out of the way, so Sammy hits kind of an inadvertent coast-to-coast on Andrade. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. So Andrade rolls out of the ring. And then Darby hits Andrade with a suicide dive. So Sammy and Darby they're trading pins, and Andrade comes in, just boots the hell out of Darby, mm-hmm. hits Sammy with a huge, like one arm deadlift, like powerbomb type deal. Darby breaks up that pin. So then Darby hits Andrade with a stunner, mm-hmm. Sammy follows with a GTH. Then Darby throws Sammy out of the ring, hits a coffin drop at Andrade. Uh, then Sammy. Hits uh Darby with I believe a swanton mm-hmm. to break up that pin, then he covers Andrade to get the win. So Andrade had they had to give Andrade a stunner, mm-hmm. a GTH, mm-hmm. a coffin drop, yeah, and a swanton to yeah. beat him, yeah. So afterwards, so Sammy wins, he retains the title. Afterwards, Sammy walks up to Darby, offers his hand, Darby just rolls out of the ring and leaves, yeah. Fantastic bout, go yeah. watch it, yeah. It's it's it's
2: it was terrific, it was absolutely terrific. It, I thought it paid a lot
3: of respect to Andrade. The way they yeah. had to beat him with
2: just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I mean um, it was a
3: bummer he didn't win because you know I think we're both just waiting for Andrade to get his real push. What I'm hoping is this a HFO story? This is falling apart. Mm-hmm. You got probably Jeff Hardy coming in team up with yeah. with Matt. Yeah, I'm guessing Isaiah Cassidy is going to take the pin at Revolution, mm-hmm. and Matt's going to have it with this whole Hardy family office deal, and then maybe after this, they're really. Do something with Andrade because this performance tonight was stellar. Yeah,
2: it is, and every match of his is stellar. Yeah, every one. Um, I wonder if well, he's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, Wardlow. If Wardlow ends up winning that TNT title, um, which I think is possible at the very least. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, he's a he's. I know he he gets the crowd going and everything, but like, he's still a bad guy. For now, anyways, For now. I mean, you know, that'll change. Yeah, it will, but like, uh, but you know, him wrecking Sammy is preferable to me than Andrade having
3: like a one week turn with the title. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Hugh Alonkevy here in chat says it might be a coincidence, but Sammy beat Andrade the same way Jeff Hardy won the WWE title in oh, Armageddon in two thousand.
2: That's interesting. That is interesting. Given AEW's attention to detail, I would guess that's probably not coincidental. It's also like, you know, they're all close with
3: Matt Hardy. He's probably back there. Oh, you should do this. Because I don't, you know, I'm, I'm sure Sammy has done a swanton in, in, in his day, but I, that's not something that I recall is, you know, mm-hmm. terribly common for him to do. Yeah. Yeah. After that, we had a
2: really cheesy promo from uh, uh, Penta, Penta Oscura. Uh, pack and then of course Alex the thing is like it's not like the lights are all off and everything. there's like a spotlight so Alex just looks like the goofiest cosplayer uh, so he gets on the mic he says a week and a half ago uh, the house lost to us and if a house of black wants to ignite a war allow us to ignite some fuel to the fire this Sunday we might be one luchador bro we might be down one lucha bro but there are three of us uh, and there are three of them and then Malachi responds up on the Tron and uh and they they say some stuff. Alex says something about the house losing. Buddy says, But did we really lose? Brody says, Alex, your sacrifice, thinking that Alex is talking about himself, and we're all As like, You man, dork, yeah. you're not gonna fight. Yeah. And Brody's like, your sacrifice will be honored. And then uh, uh House of Black shows up, like house the lights go down, house the lights go up. House of Black shows up on the apron. Alex says, Oh no, it's not me. We've got uh you guys have your monster and we have one. He beats feet. Out comes the debuting Eric Redbeard uh, to join uh, the crew here. He comes to the ring. Security runs in, keeps them apart from each other. But they just end up getting annihilated. Death Triangle yeah. is able to clear the ring of House of Black. And then Penta snaps an arm of one of the security guards. Yeah. Uh, so great to see Eric Redbeard in AEW. Good place for him. Good good fit for him. So uh, that's pretty cool, man.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty cool to see. Uh, then we get the aforementioned Dan Lambert promo. I pretty much already kind of said what that was all about. Then we got Keith Lee versus JD Drake. Fun match. Did it go on too long? Should Keith Lee have just squashed JD Drake? Yep. Yeah, probably. Yep. But it was fun. Uh, the finish was awesome. So it's Drake gonna be some-, some JD Drake lovers in our comments.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about? You see his record on Elevation?
3: Nope. No, I don't know what his record on Elevation is. Uh, so. J.D. hits a moonsault after hitting a, a decent amount of offense on Keith Lee. Keith Lee kicks out at one. So then Drake goes back up top, jumps off. Keith Lee catches him, squats him, yeah, powers him up on his shoulders. Big bang catastrophe for the win. Wingmen come out to hit the ring. Keith Lee destroys all of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, And then uh, uh, Ricky Starks, powerhouse Hobbs, they start walking down the ramp. Whereas my mind starts playing. Orange Cassidy shows up to. You know, because they're all in the face revolution Revolution match. Right.
2: After that, we had CM Punk. This is from Wednesday post-Dynamite, so he's still just covered in blood. Yeah. He looks at the camera, says he starts clapping. He says, few people are going to understand that being in this much pain makes you feel very much alive. He's very animated in this. Yeah. He says, Max is going to find out what you already know. I am the master. He says, you want the same guy you grew up watching? He says, you're not ready. He says, I'm going to beat you so bad that your own mother won't recognize you. I'm going to leave little bits of MJF in the ring. He says, on March 6th, I'm going to become a monster to fight the monsters of the world because I'm CM Punk and I am better than you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was good.
3: It was good. It was very good. Jade Cargill has an interview next. Uh, as Chris Jericho put it after the segment, Mark Sterling is not a very good lawyer. So uh, Sterling is talking about how they're all ready to go for revolution. He put a stipulation in the contract for the TBS championship match that Ty Conti can't make contact with Jade within 48 hours of the match. It's less than 48 hours is a problem. Mm-hmm. So Anna Jay walks in. It's like, hey, Mark, what day is it? And so this distracts Jade long enough so Ty Conti can run in and boot her right in the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she says, you got less than 48 hours as champ. Yeah, Yeah, Mark
2: is a bad lawyer. Not a good lawyer. Bad lawyer. Uh, after that, we had a Serena Deeb rookie challenge against Layla Gray this time. Layla Gray tried to sort of explore a loophole vis-a-vis not engaging with any combat. Run out the clock. With Serena Deeb. Unfortunately, she couldn't really keep her eye on the prize there, and Serena Deeb was able to track her down pretty easily within about 60 seconds. Very quickly after that, she made her tap out. Um yeah. Choked her out. Uh, then after the bell... She locked her in the Serenity lock, uh, and then Hikaru Shida is back. She even put it in the face paint on her face, uh, said that I'm back, and then uh, she has got a, a a kendo stick. starts beating the shit at a yeah. Serena Deep. Shocked yeah. that this match was not yet added to the Revolution card. I'm hoping this is going to be worthy of like a bigger, longer match, because there's only so much time in the day, man. There's only so many hours I in the day.
3: I assume they got five hours blocked out for this pay-per-view and, and buy-in show. Nice. Yeah, they got 12 matches on the card already.
2: Yeah. Somebody needs to ask Tony Khan. Uh, Tony, this is Larson from WrestleFarts. Yeah. Um, Why do you want to be the worst version of WrestleMania with these pay-per-views? Like, you're, you're starting to push it to, like, the six-hour mark, man. Don't like it. No
3: good. And he'll say next question. Uh, after that, we got an Eddie Kingston interview, and he's like, why do I have to talk? Why do I have to do a promo? Jericho always wants to talk about this match. I don't want to talk. I want to fight. He says, Chris, you want to doubt me? You want to try to put doubt in my head? I said I was going to eat you alive, but now I'm going to have to embarrass you. And you're going to have to suck it up and shake my hand. But you know what the best part is, Shivani? Mm. It's the Reese's peanut butter pie and catering. Come on, let's go. So you had said something during the stream. In your predictions,
2: you have Kingston winning the big one. Did this revelation about the Reese's peanut butter pie perhaps swing you the other way?
3: I mean his mind at that juncture wasn't focused on studying tape <laughs> preparing himself for this bout against Chris Jericho right it was on eating peanut butter pie right which which you and I I believe you and me me
2: definitely we can get on board with a slice of uh, uh pie no I'm not huge I'm not huge on peanut butter
3: No, I'd pass on that
2: if he had said pecan or uh if or, it was like
3: pumpkin pumpkin apple, I know you're a big pumpkin key fan you lime. you oh, know key I can yeah. yeah, I love pie I'm yeah. just not a huge peanut butter person
2: Lemon meringue, baby. Yeah, I'd yeah, eat that. That's some fresh strawberry, fresh peach. That being said, we don't have a match against a newly in ridiculously good shape Chris Jericho, a legend uh, who's uh, who's actually really feuding with this guy's friends. Are, are you? Are you thinking maybe? I know that we're doing secret ballot. You don't have to tell me. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you shit. <laughs>
3: Fair enough. Fair try enough. Trying to pry? You trying to get an idea of what I'ma do? Conversation get, on a podcast? Nothing. You know, I nothing? said my piece. You okay. Should be, you should be watching tape. All right. If he wants to eat that pie, we'll watch the tape. More power to him. Yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna begrudge Eddie for wanting to enjoy some Reese's peanut butter pie. It's probably yeah. delicious. Yeah. He's probably gonna get his ass kicked with a Judas effect. But he said, "You know what the best part is." He said, "It's the pie."
2: Yeah. Best part is the pie, but he's gonna eat it. You know what he's gonna
3: eat. A Judas Effect, Eddie Kingston's going to lose this match. Maybe. So I, I've, I have done some thinking. I've done a little bit of research. Yeah. Gathered some other points of view. Yeah, mine, because you know I'm right.
2: <laughs> no, I don't listen to you across the
3: board. Um, mine, because you know I'm right. No. Um And I, I, I've i reevaluated some of the picks already that I did in the in the video but I ain't going to tell you shit. I watched a couple predictions videos today, man. There's a bunch of big dummies out
2: there. All right, give me an example. I'm not going to name names. (laughs) No, no, I'm not saying
3: that, but give me some examples of some of the picks they made.
2: They were saying the same thing that you were saying on the predictions video. Eddie Kingston needs to win the big one. I'm like, man, this dude is a perpetual loser. He wins a lot of matches of no consequence. Yeah, he needs to win a match of consequence at some point, though. That's his thing. No, he doesn't. He does. Because guess what? The people love him, and love they will They con- they will con- no. They will No, continue to love him. He ain't winning any titles. He doesn't need to win any titles. He's like a million years old. He's in terrible shape. I'm not saying he has to win a title. He has to win one big match. This ain't going to be it. That big match is going to be a feud in which he is a central player. This match is built for Jericho to make an example out of him to Santana and Ortiz.
3: See, what I'm thinking is like maybe Jericho wins this one and then the rematch, that's Ain't what gonna it is. going to be
2: no rematch, rematch. buddy watch. boy.
3: Just watch. I,
2: I, I'm, I'm actually legit disappointed they didn't do a rematch with Punk and Kingston. I thought that would be a, a surefire thing. Ain't going to be no rematch. No, Kingston's going to lose this thing see. and Jericho's going to feud with Santana Ortiz still.
3: We'll see. We'll see. Uh, then we get our, our, our customary pre-main event interview. So Paige says, last year revolution. Both himself and Christian Cage made their debut, and they made this advertisement about a Hall of Fame-worthy talent coming to AEW, but what people didn't realize is that it was Ethan Page was the Hall of Fame-caliber-worthy talent. And Christian says, you know, I, I, I made the latter match famous. He says, after I win tonight, and if Scorpio Sky does beat Sammy, I'm going to beat Scorpio Sky for that TNT title.
2: This is great. Our chat's blowing up. Zondo says, Eddie can win some gold." then corral. Oh, wow. I love, look, honest to God, Eddie Kingston is one of my favorite wrestlers. I love him to death. His promos are amazing. Just how real his character is, is great. That line about the pie, you know, it popped me huge because I feel that shit, man. I feel that shit. Back when I worked for the Sacramento Kings doing editing, i show up early because they'd
3: have Bella Brew uh, catering there. Man, I would go and eat that shit. <laughs> Mr. Sinister says Jericho's going to have a pie under the ring and bring it out to the Strack Daddy. Yeah, exactly. He's going to he's, he's going to float to it like a Disney character. Yeah, exactly.
2: He is the everyman. He's perfect. But like.
3: He's going to get a big win sometime. He is. do not need it. Not going to have it. Uh, after that. It. He will get it. Let's see. Let's he see. Needs to, he needs to prove the naysayers wrong. What? He what? Does. Why? Why? What? Per, for what purpose? To advance his character, to advance the story. Well,
2: he's 38. He doesn't need to advance his character anymore. Yeah, he does. Why? He doesn't. People love him as he is. They could love him more, though, Steve. How? They a, love him as much as humanly possible. Do guess not what? hear the pops. If he, yeah, he is Jericho. the most popular person in any ring. He steps in with anybody. Mox could be in there, and they're popping for Eddie. But let me tell
3: you, if let me tell you something, bro. you're about to say, let me tell you something, brother. Shut your face for a second. <laughs> the pop he would get if he beat Jericho, Mox, Danielson would probably be the loudest pop of the night because people love him so much. I look, I don't disagree with that. Don't matter. It's not going to happen. It is going to happen at some point. I'm not saying it's happened to Revolution, but it's going to happen at some point. Hey, Dan, Dan rated us. Oh, Dan rated us. What's up, Hello. Dan? The original on, Dan? third man
2: of Going In Raw. Yep. The guy who named this unfortunately named podcast rated us with a party of 169. What's up, Dan? We got to get together again. We got to have our yes.
3: biannual get together. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and we had yeah,
2: Mr. Sinister says the only way Eddie's gonna win is a pie eating contest. now nah,
3: he's 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 winning the big one at some point. The big Might pie a maybe. but it's gonna happen. Big key line, maybe. Uh next we had a main event, Ethan Page versus Christian Cage. Winner gets the last spot and the face of Revolution ladder match. Really thought they were gonna have Ethan Page win this because the idea of him being in this match, Scorpio Sky having that match get Sammy after Revolution. The idea that potentially, although it probably wouldn't happen. Of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page facing off for that TNT title, I thought they might want to tease that. Yeah, but he's young. And,
2: yeah, he's young and relevant too. But they had Christian Cage win. I mean, if you have Christian Cage, you're probably going to want to put him on pay per view. But he's already. I mean, he could be out there helping out. Or, or you know, look, Jurassic Express is going to be out there. They got two teams that have been known to collude. They got all sorts of people in the back that can help them out. Christian's going to be on the pay per view with them, anyways. You don't need him in the face of the revolution. He hasn't, he hasn't oh, had a match in a while. He hasn't had a
3: match in a long
2: time. He doesn't need one. Ethan Page, he's the now man. Put him in that match. Yeah, no, I, I thought agree he, with I you. Thought,
3: I thought he should have won.
2: And your idea is good, too. What idea? The Sky uh, Page tease. Yeah. That's good.
3: I thought might have teased that. So, anyways. So, uh, after uh, Christian gets the win, he has a kill switch. The finish was cool. So, uh, Page is going for the ego's edge. Christian escapes that kill switch bank wins. So Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus wander out down the ring to celebrate with Christian. And then the Young Bucks would redrag and they come back from backstage two. So then Kyle O'Reilly and Matt Jackson fake like they're going to go in the ring and attack. But instead, they put the brakes on. They don't. But in the process, they each steal one of the tag titles. So Kyle O'Reilly, he's got a title belt in his hand. What does he do, Steve? Uh, he touches it, plays air guitar on it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He did the air guitar <laughs> thing, which so, is great. Zoned out for a second. Yeah, he did the air guitar That was great. He did. It was fantastic. Yeah. So then, he turns towards Matt. Matt looks at him. They hold the title, in each other's faces. They're talking trash so while they're doing that. Luchasaurus grabs the belts from him, and then Jungle Boy hits Red Dragon and Young Bucks with the huge tope over the top. So. Yeah, Like Bobby Fish got injured on that one. Um,
2: so yeah, now that's going to be good. That's going to be. I mean, it is triple threat. There's no. There's no go. There's no stand tall on that. I mean, here's the thing. Touch the belt, usually. And you're not champion. Bad news. That's bad. Go home, man. Bad news. I'm gonna have low confidence points on this. And I I, look this. I think I honestly think this to go anyway. I really do. I mean, two teams should uh, cancel each other out. But they got reasons. They might put it on. I mean, the only other team they'd put it on is Redragon. Yeah, the Young Bucks already had it. They're gonna put it on them again. Probably not. You never know. And plus, like Redragon, they're the instigators here. They're like the Mm -hmm. guys who are new.
3: They're the ones that are stirring the pot. The original uh, Undisputed Originals? Yeah, that's what they call them on the YouTube video, yeah. Those guys. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Anyways. Yeah.
2: Let's go ahead and answer
3: some questions. Like I put up a thread here on on Patreon. Why you pull that up, uh, Nick Pat TV with subs has watched SmackDown for the first time in a while, and do they still pump in crowd noise? It sounds unnatural. The answer is yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's... it's. it's You know, Steve, hey, I I lost my temper. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I told you to shut your face. I should have said that's unprofessional. Shut your face. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) You shut your face. Shut your face. You shut your face.
2: Uh, Sogan Rose says, Why does the WWE wait so long to bring Stone Cold back into the storyline with Kevin Owens? I, I hate more that you're not willing to admit... That my point of view makes way more sense than your point of view, and you're stealing my point of view. That's what bugs me. No, more. I'm not
3: stealing your point of view. Oh,
2: yeah, totally steal my point of view.
3: I'm not, I mean, I, I can disagree with your point of view. I think, I think it, regardless, if he's, if he's 48, if he's going to be a regular on your television program, as lovable as Eddie Kingston might be, if he's going to be there on a regular basis, you got to advance the story. Otherwise, what's
2: the point? His story is like he loves pie, man, and he is advancing that. Now no, he's at some now, point, he, now at some it's point, getting now it's interfering with his big match.
3: Yeah, at some point he's got to come to the realization that he's got to put the pie down long enough to win the big match. Wrong, then to pie. wrong, wrong.
2: You know what the realization needs to be? Go all in on that pie.
3: <laughs> that he's in the wrong line of business and he should be in the pie-eating business. So you want Eddie Kingston to retire from professional wrestling and not grace our television screens on a he, weekly basis? He can eat pie on camera. Yeah, but not on AEW. There's no pie-eating division in AEW, Steve. Yet. <laughs> in which case,
2: guess who's going to enter that pie-eating division? Steve? Eddie Kingston, I challenge oh. you. I'm Steve. Oh, there you go. I'm, yeah. I'm Steve from going in raw. I'm going to challenge you at eating pie. The dessert. So and Rose says, uh, Why does WWE wait so long to bring Stone Cold back in a storyline with Kevin Owens? Because I ain't signed a damn contract and I ain't yeah. going to, you dumb son of a bitch. Yeah, Y'all think Stone Cold's coming back to wrestle all the match. Sully his legacy. Eh, eh. Not enough zeros at the end of that
3: check, you dumb bastard. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Uh, I could be wrong, but I'd be pretty Excuse me. Gosh, got belches. Uh-oh. See, I don't suffer from
2: that. That's why I'd be pie-eating champion of AEW. Maybe, maybe. He's not
3: going uh, to win that big one either. Wow. R.I. Wrestling fan with subs says, My notifications were off for some reason. Hope I didn't miss much. Happy anniversary, friendless. Oh, thank you.
2: you. Uh, Well, that's already been decided. Uh, What would you have thought of this? Cameron asks, what do you guys think of McAfee versus Graves
3: for Mania? I saw that Corey Graves said something on on Twitter about, you know, I'll I'll knock you out or something, Pat McAfee. Yeah. Um,
2: I think I like Austin Theory better. Yeah. He's a good wrestler.
3: You want him in there with a guy who's a good wrestler. Exactly. That's why the his match with Adam Coles was was pretty decent. Adam Cole's a great wrestler. He'd bring anybody to a good match. Uh, Alex
2: Foster asked if you guys had Vince on the podcast. What question would you ask him if he had to be completely honest? <laughs> Let's take the if he had to be completely honest out of it because like what would you what would what, what tact would we take? How would you press him on the on the Saudi Arabia question? Cause isn't that the one that you wanted more pressing on?
3: Yeah, that'd been nice. I ain't about to do that. <laughs> you, so start, here, you start asking that, is. I'd be like, "Oh shit, my camera froze." <laughs> I, I'd be like, "Hey, so Vince." Ooh, oh no! Hear you, I hear you like snow cones. Mm, yeah, I love snow
2: cones. They're great.
3: Let's talk snow cones. Well, hey, what 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 advantage do snow cones have over like shaved ice? Do you like one flavor, multiple flavors? Do you like the mix? Do you like to eat it with the spoon? Oh, we have the plastic thingy. It. We'd paper get paper
2: thing. Eviscerated in the
3: comments. Why aren't you guys no. asking about Saudi Arabia?
2: But this is this is the warm up to that. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I love, yeah, I love, I love, I love the the suicide flavor. You put all oh, the okay, different, put all okay. the different flavors okay. in the one stone in the one so, stone cold.
3: So, Vince, I hear you like farts.
2: Oh, they're hilarious. Farts <laughs> are the funniest thing, <laughs>
3: thing. Farts are the funniest thing. And then and that, and that from there stink. You get them comfortable and Then Yeah but How do you Then Okay well, How do you
2: get from Farts to Saudi Arabia man Jump right into it Oh wow Terrible He's laughing man. He's telling some f- <laughs> <folk> stories <laughs> One time I farted Right on Pat Patterson's face He thought it was The funniest thing Ha 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 What's your take On the human rights violation Of the Saudi Arabia government Vince What
3: Fuck you there's <laughs> nothing else. We got a good ten minute video of, of, of Vince yeah. talking about snow cones at first. Put it on Front Club TV. Yeah. Uh,
2: David Matushek, with Sami Zayn serving as a transitional champion. When do you think he should get the IC belt back? Um, SummerSlam. Sure. Give it Try to other people. You know what, man? People need to be fighting over that thing. Sami Zayn is is one of the best wrestlers, maybe the best wrestler on the roster, but he does sports entertainment so well. He does. He does the character stuff so well.
3: Uh, Mayor Planet Houston, if either of you could have someone follow you around everywhere holding up your predictions title like Heyman holds up Roman's Universal oh, title, yeah. who do you choose to hold your title? Who would be your title holder guy, dude? That's tough. I mean, for me, it's easy. It'd be the
2: enforcer. Because, Astro like, heavy. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be Astro heavy and then it'd be it'd be whoever got did the worst in predictions that month oh okay so like if you got the worst in predictions it'd be you okay all right that's a good answer yeah
3: that's a good answer uh golden eagle with the sub thank you mark zuckerberg with a sub to fat sausage doggo radcore with a sub thank you of subs today thank you so much thank you very much uh dog authority
2: figure who would you rather play poker with corbin and moss or duke hudson
3: Oh, Duke Hudson's proven to be an absolutely He's atrocious a poker player. Terrible poker player. Just terrible. It'd be him.
2: His poker be only out last with, at one last one feud with, with a ton of money. And that dude is on tilt always. Suzuki Gunther says Steve should have Adam the mayhem hold the title for him. He won predictions. Uh, listen, Chris Bay. Uh, Patrick Sparks book Psycho Roman after defeating Brock at Mania. He just walks out, and he's got blood on him all the time. People. Well, like, oh,
3: he comes out to Sid's old music. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's the answer.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh. Xavier Gray, do you agree with Charlotte Flair's statement about Ronda Rousey being her counterpart in MMA? Yeah, I could see that. I could see the parallels there. Ronda Rousey was a trailblazer for uh for like you know the women in UFC and MMA Mm -hmm,
3: mm -hmm. on
2: that level Charlotte sort of was the first and biggest one to take women's wrestling to this level in the modern age I guess I could see that I think that's not a not an inappropriate thing for a heel yeah yeah. I could see that I could see that I suppose yeah I mean if it was like Liv Morgan saying that I'd be like fucking what (laughs) so yeah I think the fact that Charlotte says that and it's a conversation piece yeah sure Zondo says, but then you have to take that awful razor's edge. Yeah, it'd be like Dante Chan. Just bang. Oh, <laughs> gosh. You just concuss yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Sleazy Moe. If Xavier Woods was able to return in time for WrestleMania, who would you have Seamus and Ridge recruit for a six-man tag at Mania? It would be um somebody in – isn't there somebody in 2.0 that would fit that bill? that we've talked about before.
3: Sorry, you froze there for a second. Can you repeat the question? Um, oh yeah, Pete Dunne, that's
2: it. Uh, so yeah, Sleazy Moe said if Xavier Woods is able to return in time for WrestleMania, who'd you have Sheamus and Ridge recruit for a 6-man tag at Mania? It'd be Pete Dunne. Yeah, I he's, Pete Dunne. He's got uh, history with the uh, Ridge. Mhm. I don't mm-hmm. think it ended well, right? Or no. I don't think so. I forget. It's a good answer. Or Wade Barrett. That's a good one. Dex Gunn oh, yeah. says Wade Barrett. Yeah, Wade right. Barrett, be good. That's gonna do it for us today. Twitch chat, stick around for a moment. We're gonna raid somebody. Thanks everybody else for tuning in. Sunday, 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 revolution should be a lot of fun. Till yeah. next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.